0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome to the
2: Chad Hartman Show. Obviously, Chad Hartman, this is not his voice. Henry Lake in for Chad Hartman on this Tuesday afternoon now. Happy to be here with you until 3 o'clock with Dave Harrigan producing. And as you guys know, I typically am on the airwaves from 6 until 9 or doing Timberwolves basketball with the postgame Timberwolves tonight. Also, Twins baseball and uh, postgame for that. So I'm very much, um, I think the way that people view me, I'll talk about anything, right, from food to sports, to just things that affect all of us in the world. I'm just going to – that's just who I am. I love sports, and my shows are dominated by the sports landscape um, because I love – you know, I just – I love being into sports, and that's how I kind of came up in in radio at, uh, at KFAN and then at 610 Sports Radio before I came to WCCO. But – and we'll do that today as well. But I, I actually want to start the show um, – with just kind of opening up a vein just about me in this uh, profession at this time and doing this work. So I absolutely love it here at WCCL, right? It's like every single night that I'm doing um, a full show, it's just like I can kind of paint the picture however I want to do it, right? Because there's so many things to talk about. Because WCCO is many things. It's news, it's weather, it's traffic, it's sports. It's everything, right? Like, we're all encompassing. But the news part of it, I want to touch on for a few minutes and then get your guys' reaction. It's... It's hard for me at times to deal with some of the news stories. And I know I'm not the only one. But I've been thinking about this for the last week. With this whole Tyree Nichols um, situation in Memphis. And I have always... Felt an obligation, and this is before coming to WCCO. This is just in 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 this the role of being a host and going over topics and looking at different subjects and talking about things on the radio. I've always um, had this obligation. At least that's how I felt. To always have to watch videos or view things visually that people are talking about that are key to stories because you need to get context to formulate your opinion and get your eyes actually on something. I remember years ago when I was in college, what was everybody talking about? The Rodney King video, right? We all know the well-documented situation with George Floyd, right? And you want to you watch it and, and formulate your opinion and see like you want to see for yourself. But as of right now, I'm finding it hard to deal with that. And, and I'm being open and honest about it because there's such a massive impact when you talk about watching these videos, watching the Tyree Nichols video, and and I don't want to lump them all in one because that's not fair. They're all different. They're all unique, and so, you know, there's they're, they're all different. But the reason why I find it so hard to sit here on a day to day and see these type of situations. And feel obligated to watch is because when you get into that mode, right, for the job, because I trust me, on my downtime, I'm not YouTubing and just searching to see people dying and people fighting and getting extremely. That's just not what I'm into. I'm going to watch ESPN, ESPN2, NFL Network, whatever, right? But I find lately. Stuff like this gets, it makes me a little bit more emotional. Um, it's triggering. Um, it's traumatizing. And so let's go back to last week. Because everybody's talking about the Tyree Nichols video. And how these police officers or former police officers murdered that man. By just beating him up in such a horrific way, I can't watch all of that. I I struggle because I feel I'm obligated to watch some of it or all of it to to formulate that opinion. I can't do it. Now I will, from a transparent in a being honest um, standpoint, and I and I feel like I'm always authentic and honest. I watched about 30 seconds of it. That's all I could stomach. And so in my mind, I started thinking, why the hell do I feel the need to watch all of it? I know the outcome. I know that this is wrong. I cannot stand watching this man get pummeled and beaten like this. It doesn't serve me any real purpose. So this... This one absolutely is different than like the George Floyd because in the George Floyd, you know, there were questions about well, you know, whose position where, and you know, is there, uh, you know, is it, what's up with the knee on the neck? Is there resistance? Is there? So, and I didn't want to watch all of that, right? And that was long. That was longer. But it's hard, and it gets harder for me, Dave. Like I just I I don't I just struggle with it because I feel like when you're sitting in this chair and in the seat and you're talking about stuff like this on a day to day, especially at this station, okay, which is such a legendary, iconic station, um, you want to do your due diligence, you want to speak truth to the people, but it's hard. And I'm not I don't feel the need to watch the entire video.
1: I think we watched about the same amount of the video. I like think we had a pretty similar experience, and obviously, I think. Probably going into it a little differently, you being black, me being white, um I'm sure it's much more triggering for you than it is for me. Um just seeing somebody of, of your skin color. Yep. But, but even I,
2: across, I w- but even 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 if it was I've seen videos with with white men and women and mm-hmm. other people of other races, and of course it's gonna it, it'll the the trigger is a little bit different, but it's like, man, I can't stomach this.
1: Yeah. No, I get it. I, I, I started watching the video. Just like everybody else um, when it was when it was released, you know you see the tweets and okay, hey, I guess I need to watch it, and I got about twenty, 30 seconds in and said, "No, nah. no, I don't, I don't. I've already read about it. I know it's there. I don't need to see it for myself, and that's how I felt you know in 2020 and into 2021 after George Floyd. We all watched that, yep, uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse situation in Kenosha. You know, I remember waking up the next morning, hearing about this, and going onto Twitter or YouTube and finding a you know video that somebody took on their cell phone where you, I mean, see somebody close up that just got shot as they are dying. And I remember at that moment thinking, "What am I doing? Yep. You know what? This is this isn't healthy. No, you know this isn't. Yeah, you, know, you need to know what's happening." but i don't need to watch it it
2: hurts us yes. it, it it honestly does and it, and it's 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 and look we've been doing the whole morbid you know fascination stuff for a while yes. like for, for a long long time i think that there was back in the back when i was a kid there was this series of movies uh something of death it was like uh these images of of just like people getting like totally like their bodies mangled or mm. all these different weird things whatever but i just I can't stomach this moving forward. Yeah. Like, like, and, and like I said, this is this – is, everything is kind of on an individual case-by-case basis, but I couldn't do it. Love to get people's reactions ab- uh, just about um, this type of situation. Um, how many of you have felt what I felt? How many of you have gotten to the point where you feel a little bit broken inside because you're like, how many more of these can I take? Love to get your reaction on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line. Uh, you can call or text the show 651-461-9226. But also, um, as I stay on this topic, uh, there's a, something that we as a society, us as Americans, that we have to come to grips with that I think many of us out there don't want to, but we must do it. I get to that next. Henry Lake in for Chad Hartman. All right, Henry Lake in for Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan producing. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor News Talk 830 WCCO, the Chad Hartman Show. And I was just talking about in the previous segment how difficult it is to live and feel like in this hosting role and having a media job, the obligation um, to watch videos like George Floyd being murdered. Tyree Nichols being murdered because it's those are it 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 creates and elicit so many emotions. And we are at a news station where we're reporting on stuff and you want to be able to convey um, what transpired, what happened. Um, I have not been able to stomach and watch the entire Tyree Nichols video. And it's interesting because it does bring up some questions and I know, like, even with um RPD Brad Lane, you know, the question of, you know, should we force ourselves to watch these horrific videos in order to be informed? I don't need to watch the entire Tyree Nichols video. Knowing the outcome, to see this man be brutalized like that, I can't I I don't I don't think that I need to. I know that he died, I know that he suffered. I saw him being beaten and punched for 30 seconds. I don't need to watch minutes of this. I just don't. And I don't think that at, at least in my opinion, I don't think that I have to subject to myself to that all the time. 651-461-9226 two, two, if you'd like to weigh in. And, and there's another part of this too that that I feel like I have to express and I have to get to and I have to tell people. And I think that we have to come to grips with this. And this is us as Americans, us as a community. um, We just have to come to grips with the fact that police brutality is here and it didn't leave. And it hasn't gotten better. It, 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 It hasn't gotten better. We have learned nothing from George Floyd. We haven't. And that's troubling to me. That we're not in a better place. the fact that they cannot get this George Floyd uh, policing act done that uh, that's that's troubling to to me that we can't even do that and And when you start thinking about the country and we start thinking about where we should be and what we need to deal with, uh, look, what about police reports? How do we view them now that we see? so many of them having false information. That's another thing that's frustrating to me. We, we we Time after time after time, we're getting bad information. And the very first time that I started really thinking in life about police reports and them not being factual and them not being accurate, okay, because it's, remember it's only one side of the story, was when you had Harvard professor, Henry Louis Gates, when that that controversy arose back in 2009, when that happened, and remember he was like locked out of his house. He's trying to get back into his house. And this is a well-known Harvard professor, right? When that situation arose, and then they went back and then they played the, the 911 or the people calling Um, and then the police documentation didn't match and it didn't add up. And well, we were told this and it was no, 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 this is what the woman said. I started viewing it like drastically different. And then George Floyd, that was a lie, the information. And now we see with the Tyree Nichols, that's not right. And now they're, they're firing people this morning. It sounds like so, you know, from, from my standpoint with all of this, um, It's hard to – I don't feel obligated to have to watch every single second of these videos anymore just because a human being, whether it's Henry Lake, Dave Harrigan, Chad Hartman, whoever, you can only take so much. But I I just – I think the other part is we have to come to grips in this country that uh, police brutality, it hasn't gotten better since George Floyd. It's actually, to me, we're seeing more of it now. We've learned nothing. We have not done right by the protests and all the stuff that's transpired. Let's go to a Mike in Minneapolis. He wants to win. What's up, Mike?
3: Hey, Henry. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I remember the uh, L.A. riot in 92. And, you know, we all remember Rodney King, but I remember the attack on Reginald Denny. Yep. The guy got pulled that got pulled out of his truck
2: yep I saw I, I saw it many head. times yep
3: yeah and and you know I sort of inadvertently watched that entire video and I was uh, early 20s back then and this thing was kind of relatively new to us and uh, I saw that whole attack from start to finish and it's 30 years later and that has never left my mind mm. never mm-hmm and um for, for better or for worse, and maybe that's a good thing, right? Maybe that's a good thing, but I totally hear you on not wanting to watch it. You know, I don't want to see it again. I just – I don't want to see it, you know? Yep. And maybe i am burying my head in the sand. I don't know. I, I can't decide whether that's good or not good, but yeah.
2: Yep. Hey, hey thanks for the phone call from Mike in Minneapolis. It's just it's, – it's difficult. It's hard. It, it really is. It's truly hard. i I tell you a story that I, that I learned about years ago, um, and – I think that there's video to it now, but I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to watch it because I know what the outcome is. And for anybody out there listening, um, just do a quick Google search because it's a very troubling, I think, story involving law enforcement too. Um, and with this specific situation here in Memphis, I think a lot of people are kind of they're, they're throwing their hands up and they're like, whoa, whoa, black police officers killed a black guy? Like, come on. People got to, like, you got to understand the dynamics of police culture, right? And not look at it necessarily through just the lenses of race, okay? Because black cops can be just as bad as white cops or or Native American cops or Asian. That's, you got to understand certain things about that. But look up this case. And, um... I think there might be video. I don't want to see video of it now. Um, But Jeremy Martis is a name that a lot of people don't really know about. A six-year-old white kid who was with his dad. And he was shot and killed by a couple of black police officers in Marchville, Louisiana. And I bring that up. Because I think that we have to get outside of our just what we're we're, we're kind of like ingrained, like our thoughts about police culture and about race and the dynamics of it all. Right now in America, regardless of your race, regardless of your gender, regardless of, of your religious background, we're having too many people killed still at the hands of law enforcement, Jeremy Martis. A six-year-old white kid killed by two black police officers because they're trying to apprehend uh, his father in a vehicle and the child is in the vehicle. Unacceptable. But it doesn't get discussed and it doesn't really get talked. There's so many cases out there that we don't know about. And this happened in 2015 is my point. All right, 651-461-9226. If you'd love to react, I'd love to get to a text. But coming up next, it is a sports-related topic. Is it time to reevaluate what makes an athlete suitable to be in the Hall of Fame? We get to that next. Henry Lake in for Chad Harbin.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.